Hello, hello. I'm recording this on Saturday afternoon. And just before we dive in, I want to acknowledge that particularly with the news around Ukraine, this has been a really difficult and emotional week for many. And I I just hope you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and your loved ones. Now more than ever, it's, I guess it's just really apparent to me that there isn't a good time to share personal updates like this with everything that's happening in the world now or tomorrow or the next day or the next week or month. I mean, I look and I realize my struggles just are on a totally different level than many around the world. I think it's a huge, huge privilege to have access to professional support and be able to focus on healing and some of the things that we'll get into today. And I'm really, really grateful to have that. And With all that said, I just want to add a quick reminder that this episode or any of my work really isn't to deter takeaway from what's happening in the world, like current events. My goal is just to add a personal touch to my little sliver of the internet, if you will, so that you or anyone listening can feel a sense of connection no matter what you're going through. We all have different challenges and struggles that we're going through, and they're all valid. They, what someone in the next house over might be experience, experiencing is so different from mine, much less a country over or a continent over. And I just want to acknowledge that everyone has different struggles and it's okay to feel how you're feeling. So with all that said, um, I thought today I would jump on and tell you a little bit about my struggles that I've been dealing with. Um, I'll, I'll talk, I mean, we'll obviously get into them, but one of the little struggles that I've been dealing with, I, I'll add a, a little story about this morning in here first, but, um, yeah, I just feel like I need to talk about it out loud or something. But um, so you might have heard of Bumble. Yeah, like the dating app Bumble. So I learned recently that they have a couple other features. So there's obviously like the dating, like you want to find a relationship partner. But they also have a BFF feature where you can meet friends. And then they have, I think it's called a biz or business feature where you can like network with other people. And one of the things I've really been struggling with is friendships. I maybe we'll get into that in another episode. That would be like a really long winded episode. But um, anyway, so I decided to sign up for the Bumble BFF app. I don't know, feature, whatever it's called. Um, earlier this week. So I made an account and yeah, this morning I went on my first friend date and it was 
kind of weird. Like on the drive over, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I said that, what I thought was a funny text message. I realize now it's kind of morbid, but I was like a screenshot of the coffee shop that I was going to. And I was like, if I die, here's where you can find my body. And it was obviously a joke, but anyway, um, I met up with a local girl. She lives um, within my neighborhood. Well, like five minutes away, but neighborhood, all things considered. And yeah, we met at a local coffee shop that was actually surprisingly packed. So we ended up walking to our farmer's market and then we just found a seat outside under a heater and just chatted about work and hobbies and our gym routines and a lot of other random stuff. And I think we headed off. We're talking about making plans next weekend, but I just, I had no expectations going into this and it was really easy and fun to meet someone in my area that I probably would have never met or gotten the chance to meet or interact with otherwise. So anyway, that's like my lighthearted personal update before we get into the intense stuff. So I should also add before we get in on to this, I know I recorded an episode like of like the new year and what's going to happen and my 2021 recap and that kind of thing. But I think I was masking how I was feeling And the more that I thought about it, the more I was like, I mean, the whole, the podcast and the platform I'm creating is called Behind the Facade. Like, I can't do that. I need to be open and honest, not just with myself, but with everyone. Like, that's the whole point. So with the exception of that podcast episode and the Peloton episode, I took a lot of time off of, off of the internet, I guess. Um, I went probably over eight weeks without writing anything online. No, I mean, like, personal online, like behind the facade stuff. Obviously, this doesn't apply to work and things like that. But like, emails, newsletters, social posts, anything on my own personal profiles, I did no content creation and that's a lot for me. Like for the past, I don't know, 10 years, eight years, however long it's been since I started my first blog, every single day I think about creating new content. That's just who I am. Maybe it's a millennial thing. Maybe it's a Lauren thing. I don't know, but I I'm just so used to sharing my life online that it feels kind of strange, but welcome to be fully immersed in online life. And I'm finally feeling like a balance and I have a good plan moving forward, but I want to like take a step back a little bit to give some context about like how I was really feeling because I'm, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I ended 2021 in what I can remember is the worst mental health space I've ever been in, which I mean, it says a lot considering the lowest of lows that I wrote about in my book, Insomnia, earlier in the year. And 
I don't, I honestly, I can't remember what I talked about in that first episode. Um, and I don't know if it came through, but in December I was so burnt out. I, I can't even explain it, but I was completely burnt out, burning the candles on both ends, like regular panic attacks. Um, I was sleeping, I was overly depressed. And then on top of all of that, I was experiencing immense abdominal and pelvic pain. Abdom- oh my God. Abdominal and pelvic pain. Like, I almost wanted to go to the ER multiple times for it. And because of that, because of the burnout, because of everything coming together, I just couldn't focus on anything. So I kind of stepped away from it all. I put all of my projects on hold. I didn't work on anything. I canceled as many plans as I possibly could have. I stopped writing completely. So everything online, but also all the books I was working on, I told my publisher I couldn't do it. I was working on a couple other writing projects and I said, nope, can't do those. And instead I put every ounce of energy that I had into healing, which is really, really hard for me. Um, I'll start by caveating that, but one huge, huge area for me was my job. And it was putting me in a seriously unhealthy mindset. So I took a major risk. I, at the time, I think like in late November, I got an email on LinkedIn that was like, hey, are you interested in an, in a consulting opportunity? And it happened to be with a company that is known for prioritizing a healthy lifestyle. And I said, this happens to coincide so well with the break I need. So I took a risk. I left the comfort of my full-time salaried position with PTO and all of the benefits. And I took the consulting opportunity and I wanted to be surrounded by a company that encouraged healthy living, encouraged mental health and taking care of your mental health. And I have to say it's made a huge, huge impact. And on top of that, I was thinking about like how I spent a lot of my time and I realized I spent so many hours each week meal planning, grocery shopping, meal prepping, cooking, cleaning, all things related to food, which is great. I love food. Don't get me wrong, but it was draining. Like I want to eat a healthy, balanced diet. And in order to do that, a lot of planning has to go into it. And I felt so overwhelmed. So I invested in a meal delivery service, like one of the things that sends you ready-made meals. It's all made fresh by a local company and it's very expensive, but I don't have to think at all about any of the things I just mentioned around food. All I have to do is enjoy. And... On top of that, like my body was feeling just so heavy and lethargic. And that happens to me when I get especially really depressed. But just on top of everything, I didn't have the energy. So now that I had time freed up from meal planning, grocery shopping, etc., I 
recommitted to the gym. And I love the idea of using weights. So typically my gym, for a long time, I was just going and swimming, which is fine. Great. I love a good swim. But I feel strong and confident when I lift weights. So I started a weightlifting program, but it's not just any program, it's an app. And literally, I picked like in the app that I'm using, it has different like eight, six, eight, ten, whatever week programs. I picked an eight week program, and every day it tells you exactly what exercises to do in what order. It tells you what equipment you need, and it's all designed for the gym. So, someone who's going to the gym, that it'll have all the equipment you need. So that's what I do. So now I don't have to think about what I'm eating. I don't have to think or plan my workouts. I just show up and do whatever the app tells me to do. And I think a really big thing that has made a difference is that on top of that, I'm listening to my body. So like the workout plan, for example, is for five days a week, four intense weight training days and one day of uh, cardio. I'm spreading that out more than the trainer recommends. So when I don't have the energy to work out, I go easy and I take a rest day or I do something lighter. And that might mean this program might take me 12 or 14 or 16 weeks to finish, but I'm just going to finish it on my own time. And I'm really happy about that. I think it's it's a really big deal for me to think that way because usually I'm a pretty extreme um, competitive person, if you will. Let's see. Another change that I made is obviously around social media. I told you a little bit earlier that I took some time off, but it wasn't just like me taking time off of social media. I actually bought a site blocker tool and like in the tool I was using you can like pick which sites to block and I blocked everything so from Instagram to YouTube to social sites that I rarely use like Reddit and I blocked email after like I can't remember maybe 5 or 6 p.m and all weekend and like I found a workaround Like if I really need to check my email, like I do it and it's fine, but I have that site blocker tool. So it's like a first defense that like, oh, maybe I should focus on something else instead. And it's up to me to do that. And I mean, I also, we we got a new TV last year and it's like a new one, so it has like all the smart capabilities. And I realized there's a way to get into YouTube on that, which isn't blocked. So I've been watching YouTube on that, which is like defeats the purpose of blocking YouTube on my computer. But it's actually pretty good because it like there's no autoplay and I can't access the comments, which is actually what I like really need to avoid. That's where I get caught up and go in a loop is when I read the comments. So I am making baby steps. I'm trying to find the balance now where like I don't need to be fully off of those sites, but I don't want to be super attached to them either. 
So yeah, one other big thing that I made is I mentioned my pain that I was having and I'm going to get into that later. I definitely want to, I have a potential diagnosis and I want to talk about that, but not until I get the diagnosis and more knowledge first. I need to process that and um, it's a lot to go through, but I was in so much pain. I can't even explain it. And finally, like after being like an unbearable pain for probably four days straight, I finally just drove myself to the ER. And like, I'm terrified of hospitals. I have never liked hospitals. I think I just have kind of bad memories from them as a kid and um, just watching shows, which I know aren't realistic, but I was, the doctor asked like, why did it take me so long to come into the ER? And I was like, frankly, I was just scared. Like also with COVID happening, like going into the ER, like anything could happen. So that was a really big deal for me. And all of that together, I mean, there's a lot more that I've done. I've been reading a lot lately. I've been prioritizing taking baths at night, getting as much sleep as I can and all of those things. And I mean, I know that like all of these changes, I get it. Like the timing really aligns with the new year. And I think the big thing for me to say is like in my personal case, getting healthy, it was anything but a new year's resolution. It was a rallying cry for some semblance of normalcy in a world that felt anything but. The good news is that I'm finally starting to feel better. Um, despite being at my heaviest weight, my body feels healthier than it has in a long time. I feel satisfied after meals, which is something that I've always struggled with. Like I've been typically I'll eat a full meal and 10 minutes later I could eat a full other meal. Um, beyond that, I'm working out on a regular basis. I have a potential diagnosis, like I said, for my pain. And that's a huge sigh of relief. Like I'm just telling you like norm, like what I've gone through the past couple months, but this has been eight to nine years of this pain constantly. So after urgent care and ER visits, and I've gotten no answers. So I guess all in all, it's a little bit nice to see glimpses of myself again. And yeah, it's been a long time coming. So feeling a little relieved and now I just need to focus on maintaining that. But with all that said, um, I know I alluded a little bit to the social media conversation earlier on. I'm still figuring out what my online presence will look like, though I'm really getting the itch to create again. I... I, okay, I'm hesitant to share it, but I'll share it anyway. So, oh my God, I don't. (laughs) 
Okay, so I've had this like thing, obviously behind the so- behind the facade has been an ongoing idea for a long time. But for many years, like the last project that I felt truly comfortable and invested in was my blog, which launched in 2013 and lasted a few years. So it's been like seven years. And I'm so excited for the first time since then. I feel really confident about the direction I'm going in with my online presence. So, okay, I'm procrastinating telling you what's happening. So I, in the past context, and everyone that I listen to, like even everyone will tell you, you have to be on every platform. Like if you want to create something that people will listen to, you have to be on every platform. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, you have to have a blog. Now you have to have a podcast. Um, You have to have an e-newsletter. I would have done all of those things in the past. And what I realized is like, I feel, I physically and mentally cannot do that. It's not healthy for me to do that on top of having a full-time job. I mean, it's just not feasible. Um, So I narrowed it down to the three platforms that I'm most excited about. And that's it. Um, So I'm going to the podcast, obviously, is one of them. The, let's see, my email newsletter and a LinkedIn newsletter that I just started. And the reason I chose those three is because they're all rooted in what I enjoy most, storytelling. And unlike Instagram, where you have to think through what photo are you going to use, what caption, what hashtags, I can just write and I can create And I can publish my writing in an email, I can publish it in a newsletter, and then I can riff off of it for the podcast. And that's that. And if I want to post on Instagram, great, I'll do it for myself. Like, but it won't be tied to behind the facade whatsoever. And so I'm making a commitment to myself. I know I've said this earlier, like in past episodes, so bear with me because I mean it this time, but I've made a commitment to post on each of those platforms once a week Um, for the podcast because it does take a little while to record and edit. I'll probably post them on either Saturday or Sunday, Um, but I am 100% serious about this. Like I invested in a legit microphone and some other gear because I'm so serious about it. Um, So I'll be coming to you every week and I'm really excited about it. So this all kind of like stemmed from an epiphany I had earlier this week after finishing a book called To Shake the Sleeping Self, which is a five-star read that I highly highly recommend. But I'll save that for next week's episode because this is already getting to be a little bit long. And yeah, on that note, I think I'll end because this is getting to be a lot of me talking. So anyway, with all that said, I'll see you next week. And if you would like to support my work and 
stay updated on what's to come, please consider subscribing. I would be so honored. But if subscribing or listening to podcasts or whatever isn't your thing, completely understand. Like, fill your time and energy with people who inspire and uplift you. And if I'm not that person, that's totally okay. Either way, just a friendly reminder to take care of yourself in whatever way, shape, or form that feels right to you today. So do something for you today and just remember that you're worth it. I'll talk to you next time. See you next weekend. Bye.